1: It's that demonstration of Jesus' greatest commandment that we'll hear more about today on The Kingdom and Its Stories.
2: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are around the world. It's a blessing to be here with you now. My name is Julian Gibb from The Harvest Foundation, and today you are now listening to The Kingdom and Its Stories. And today we're blessed to have uh, an old friend. Uh, his name is, uh, not, no emphasis on the old, you know, just... I'm. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> just known him for a while but um my uh good friend bob so bob
0: Fabi, welcome to the show thanks so much for having me julian happy to be here
2: now uh bob and i uh we we served uh together in different churches though but uh, in, the, in the same grouping uh, a number of years ago and i had the pleasure of just uh spending time with bob but also learning from him you know he's a he's a man with a warm heart and he's a man whose focus really is on reaching out to people and being jesus's hands and feet and so that that's what this program is about and so so bob you know you you've uh you've done a lot of things over the last at least since i've known you over the last whatever it is eight years or or, or so forth and so um you know you we'll, we'll go through a couple of things and uh you know uh a pastor reaching out to 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 people also within uh, a christian uh artistic environment as well and so I'd be interested to hear about that you know as uh what has of course i'm being silly but what what what's art got to do with christianity you know, isn't that isn't that just fluffy stuff you know that shouldn't it be separate anyway come back to that and then third of all you're you're an author mm. and so you know why, why why does writing books how does that help people but uh but bob so 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 let, let's start with uh with you and uh, with your your pastoral background, um, mm-hmm. how did you know? How did you being part of uh, the Anglican Church? How, how did you be Jesus's hands and feet? Clearly, you know you you, uh, you. I remember you were teaching me elements of Scripture. We'd have a few discussions, but knowing God and being the hands of God are two uh, different are, are linked together, but they're not two separate things. So, so tell me how how did you live out Jesus's command as a pastor.
0: Well, I think I think um, you you have to ask the question first and foremost about your own own identity. What is it? What does it actually mean to be a Christian? And I think if you locate the answer to that question elsewhere, uh, it becomes problematic. So I go right away to Galatians uh, two twenty. I no longer live, but the life I live, I live by the son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. So, so it's, it's not actually my life, it's Christ's life. So then if it's Christ's life in me, um, what does that look like? So, so those, that's foundational for me. That's like the very, like uh, there, I can't get away from that theologically. And so w- w- my question then is, well, what does Christ's life look like in and through me as a pastor? Well, Um, that looks like shepherding, of course, um, but it also looks like, um, having a heart to help people to see that there are people who aren't here yet, or there are those around us who are in great need. And, uh, in our worship services, we, we say, um, now, uh, after, after we take communion, we say, now send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses. Of Christ our Lord and so I take that seriously what does it what does it look like when I walk out the door um to 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 love and serve God as a faithful witness and uh how can I help the people that I'm I'm next to uh how can I help and help them to do the same thing
2: amen so it's uh yes the uh Ephesians 4 12 you know sort of that that emphasis of raising up the church to to go out and to mm-hmm. to serve um you know of, often uh you know it can be well we're, we're paying you <laughs> you know you're the pastor you know uh, give, give give us an entertaining sermon you know we'll, we'll throw a few coins uh, into the collection tray we're done you uh, know uh, of course I'm being silly but know, I'm just yeah. talking about me you know in, in years gone by you know it's kind of like you want me to do that you know I'm paying you mm-hmm. so uh, you know but the scriptures uh clearly say that you know the the role of the pastor is to to equip, you know, with and to train so that you don't just have one person going out, but the whole body of Christ going out and serving. And, um, you know, um, when, when, when you've done that, have you found that the members of the congregation or let, let, let's stick, you know, and yourself,
0: have they grown through the process of service? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think of the church m- much like a hospital um so people are there for a variety of reasons some of which may be um some people are in need of a lung transplant i mean they're in they're in very serious conditions and then others are are there who are serving others who are in the hospital and so so there's just a wide swath of people and their experiences and why they're at the at the worship services and 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 all of those things so um helping people to go from wherever they're at to whatever that next step is in terms of trying to be the hands and feet of Christ in their neighborhood or in their home. Um, it, it looks very different for different people. Um, so for instance, I've seen where um, parents have taken a step when it looks like um, what it looks like parenting their children. And I've noticed how people have taken a step when they've decided to reach out to their neighbors and maybe uh, have them over for a barbecue. Hmm. Uh, and I've also um, seen it where um, yeah, people have had really important conversations about Christ with uh, family members or, or people that they know. Um, and so, so I've seen people take steps. I've seen them grow, but it, it never looks the same for each person because they, they start in a different place.
2: Oh, amen you know and of course we're all different with uh uh different thoughts different levels and spiritualities and levels of of faith in life of mm-hmm. uh but uh can can you give like some um some examples uh before we we move on to to other things so some examples examples of how um you know as, as a pastor uh i know you were in you were in, in mighty montana at one point <laughs> you know and then go Butte and then uh butte. Down to, to, is it butte
0: is it butte? well butte butte they call it butte america they don't even call it butte montana but uh i i was born in bozeman and raised in missoula so i claim i claim all of montana
2: wow okay so the king of montana No, kings don't go down well here do they <laughs> well they or, don't and they don't you know but that's another topic all is forgiven <laughs> uh so but uh you know what 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 sort of you know uh, examples of how how have uh, church, the the church or individuals who've gone from the church gone out to serve the community of, around them can you can you can you think of um, some examples
0: well yeah and i the, the w- one of the words i want to stay away from is outreach uh, because mm. um, i don't like the idea that we have programmed Christ's presence amen. in amen amen um, so, so what I've seen is people who have a heart for other folks or maybe even other areas of the valley. I've seen where um, there's work in, that's happening in Guadalupe where, where there's folks in Guadalupe who've given their lives to Christ. And then there's folks in our community who have come alongside them and just asked them what do they think that God is trying to accomplish and then tried to walk with them in that. And that's been a really long, um, beautiful uh, work with that. Um, tell, tell
2: us, what, what, what Guadalupe, just for those who may not know where a, it is.
0: Yeah, Guadalupe is um, his own town. And I don't know if it's um, technically like a township or some, it has a different um, civic organization, uh, but it's a little area that's, um, it would be west of Tempe and just uh, east of South Phoenix and it's located literally, you know, Guadalupe road here in the East Valley goes all the way across. Well, so it's, it's because the town of Guadalupe. Um, so it's made up of, of Yaqui people who were indigenous people from the Southwest and also into Mexico. Um, and then, um, Yaqui and uh, Hispanic people who've come together over the generations. So, hmm. um, yeah, so there's that area of town and, um, that's where we have friends and, and, uh, we try to, walk alongside them as they walk with Jesus
2: amen you know so it's uh, reaching out to all nations in uh, in acts of love
0: mm-hmm. yeah and they so they have a tutoring program I mean it, it's literally like the question is what needs do you see that you are trying to meet and how can we walk with you as you do that and how can we help you do that not we have a great idea about how you should do this um, mm. we've we're doing the same work um, this, this August, I'll be going back to Rwanda. It'll mark, it'll mark 10 years of, of, um, I, I started going in 2012. Um, but it's a similar, similar thing. The, the Rwandese who love Jesus are listening to him and, uh, and then I get to go and be a part of whatever it is that they're doing and not go there to tell them <laughs> how I think things should be done.
2: Oh man. Yeah. Oh man. You yeah. know, that's, uh, one of the things, uh, the organization that i'm with as well it's it's local ideas with local resources you know mm. so rather than me going in hey guys you know what you need <laughs> you know i've never been to your country i don't understand your culture but you know what you need right so so, so it's it's uh home homegrown solutions mm-hmm. to 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 their own uh issues you know and so um so you've um i I love what you said you know it's uh not to see uh that that the tag of outreach you know as being a program you know it's kind of just suddenly it becomes this thing you fit into a box and it's kind of uh you know you know it's uh in a sense limits you know and it makes people projects doesn't it you know it's um that That person or those people are my project, you know, rather than them friends that you're, you're journeying with. So I love that concept, but what, what I want to do is on oh, getting a prompt, you're listening to the kingdom and its stories. My name is Julian Gim, and we're blessed again to have Bob if you've just tuned in. Uh, Bob has been explaining about his life as a pastor and uh, reaching out to, to the local community, how he engages his church so that they can be the hands and feet of Jesus to their, to their surrounding communities and indeed places around the world. But Bob, you know, you, you, uh, you serve, I mean, you know what, you're, you're a sort of a pastor for life, really. You know, it's one of of those things where you can, you can uh, uh, move to uh, another mission, you know, but uh, you then moved into the arts world. Is that, is that correct?
0: Yeah. I spent a few years um, working with a ministry called music serving the word and uh, it's made up of primarily uh, musicians, uh, but also other folks who are dialed into um, any number of different uh, types of ministry. And it was a huge blessing uh, to be a part of that. They, they were um, there was jazz uh, musicians and uh, teachers uh, as well as uh, other pastors and um, folks who are doing helping to do um, spiritual direction and, and so it's a it's a really unique combination of people who are uh, excellent at what they do
2: and so um you know it, the i don't mean this but i'm going to say it, you know what 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 has christianity what has the word of god got to do with art you know i think it was uh, I'm, I'm not i can't remember who it was but, you know, the third century or you know it was like what does athens got to do with jerusalem what's jerusalem got to do with that mm-hmm. aren't you mingling two worlds that shouldn't be together you know, didn't we have like the in the uh, five hundred years ago the iconoclasts, you know, smashing things? And so, so Bob, why are you dabbling with the devil?
0: Well, um, <laughs> if that's dabbling with the devil, then I'm in big trouble. Um, well, you, you're not. You're not. So, um, and to be to be uh, to be clear, I'm I'm no longer with that organization, but my relationship with the arts is is really important. the the, the church was the curator of beauty and goodness. For a very long time, and we abdicated that role uh, years and years and hundreds of years ago, and have left ourselves with some some really stark problems uh, because of that. And especially in North America and in evangelicalism in North America, we've adopted far more of a of a pragmatic kind of approach uh, instead of. Um, orienting ourselves to beauty, and I think we've done that in our art and in our architecture, but also in our own uh, Christian expression. Mm-hmm. So, so the the pragmatism that that we see means that we can worship in the same place we play basketball and serve food, um, which is very pragmatic and it makes sense. Um, but then it also has become pragmatic in our our spiritual lives, where we are way more concerned about doing. And we're less concerned about being beautiful. Mm. And it creates massive problems, I think, for what it means to represent Christ in the gospel.
2: Mm. Because, of course, you know, it, it it doesn't have to be one or the other, doesn't it? Mm. You know, we're, you know, biblical accuracy, you know, following the scriptures, not deviating from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but also, you know, the the, the, the creative element. I know that there, there are people I, I'm I'm not an artist, but. Uh, I know people who are and there's this sort of uh, yearning within them, this passion within them to mm-hmm. to create and uh, to create for for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I know at uh, Camelback Bible Church, there was a an event called create where there was 48 hours and um, they would have uh, artists would come. Uh, christian non christian atheists uh, i 'd have forty eight hours to to produce a piece of art in woodwork uh, paint uh, video whatever uh, and produce something that's that 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 speaks uh the word of God uh but is also um, I was going to say beautiful. That's not true, but it 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 it, it speaks a message because some of them were sort of pretty graphic, mm-hmm. not in a rude way, but um, you know, talking about pain and, and and suffering and and so forth. But a, a real way, another way to communicate to people. Some people are artists, and they can they communicate. They, I understand. You know, you're you're telling me about uh, you know uh, systematic theology. I, you know, that's not my form of communication, but art. Now you're talking to my my soul. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't remember there was one, one lady who came and, um, she couldn't believe that a Bible believing church would allow art, uh, on. And so we are just having this great conversation. My wife actually had the great conversation, mm. uh, with her. And so, and so it, it's, uh, producing art, uh, for expression and for the glory of God. Is that, is that what the focus was on?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, um, I think that, that the idea was that, that as you are so filled with the Spirit, that you allow Christ's Spirit to move you in order to uh, represent Him through in and through uh, the art that you create, whether that's music or other types of art. In particular, this group was, was um, m- more musically inclined. And I think the thing that makes me sad, uh, Julian, is that when I think about beauty, um, I, I do think of God as an artist and I, I will look, I will look at a tree and, and, uh, I can't, I could not have conceived of a tree in my mind other than what God has created. And so I look at it and I think that's beautiful. And I'll look at a flower and I'll think that's beautiful. And I'll look, I can see it around me. And, and if we don't believe that God is an artist on some level, um, I, I would, I would want to, um, pursue what the scriptures say about nature a little bit deeper with someone. But I think because of that, then um, we're able to, when we say that we were made in God's image, that that God thinks that way about us as part of his creation. And then therefore I can look for and try to emulate the beauty and what it means to be human. Mm. So, So when I think about what it means to to try to daily bring about the kingdom of God. One of the primary things that I, I think is absolutely critical is that I treat people according to who God believes they are so that then there's more beauty and that, and that, that people can realize, listen, you are a work of art. Um, mm-hmm. And doesn't mean to say that the fall hasn't occurred or that it doesn't have an impact, but, but more to the point of um, you whoever you are, whether you're a um, struggling mother of, 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 you know, single mom, uh, whether you're, it, I mean, it doesn't matter to me who you are, but that you were made in God's image and you are his workmanship. And when we talk about workmanship, that sounds a lot like our uh, created in Christ Jesus. And so I just think like, wow, if, if we can behave in such a way that other people can embrace their identity um then then I think I think we're on to something, and I think that looks far more beautiful and more redemptive than simply trying to win a theological argument with people over something mm.
2: Mm. and so can- can you give uh after names or anything, but can you give some sort of examples of of how through that art ministry uh people um were affected you know is there a, a situation of uh, how you how you reached out or how someone came in um, and um you know uh, w- through the relationship through the expression of, of of what you were doing as an organization, how yeah. they were healed or 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 how they grew or even how they may have come to faith in mm. in christ
0: so, so one of the things that that I was a part of uh, during my time there is that we would go to the uh, Phoenix Rescue Mission, and, mm. and also Teen Challenge. And uh, some of those men were hearing the gospel for the first time. So they would, we would typically, uh, we'd play some praise music. And I want to tell you about how I was changed. Uh, Dude. Not necessarily, um, I, there were stories about how people were changed, of course. But um, I remember very clearly um, sitting in uh, downtown Phoenix, at the phoenix rescue mission uh surrounded by men who who were in various stages of life and and in various stages of life circumstances and we we sang a song um i want to say it's uh, you're a good good father and um the way that they worshiped the loud um soul filled way that they sang, uh, literally, um, tore my heart. I mean, it was beautiful. It was Mm. so beautiful. Mm. And, and it changed me, uh, you know, as, as much as anyone, I think, because I think that we often will worship God in our convenience and in our comfort. Um, but to see men who are literally laying it all in front of Christ, And um, and 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 addressing him as a good father in the midst of probably really different circumstances and difficulty for them um, was very moving for me. And it's it's taught me a lot about myself and my, you know, my my proclivity to to, I'm happy to worship when things are going great, you know, but but to 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 take to, to take the nod from them and say, you know what, I have a lot to learn about Walking with Christ was uh, really important.
2: Oh, Amen. Now, Bob, we have uh, about three minutes mm-hmm. left. And so I want to go to your book because you were talking about uh, just then about, you know, how we are created by mm. the great creator, the great mm. artist, you mm. know, and uh, so therefore, there's this innate worth mm. that comes to all uh, humans, whoever and wherever they are. So, tell us a little bit about, you know, the, the respect and dignity and a little bit about your book. We have about two minutes.
0: Okay, in two minutes, I'll. Uh, <laughs> the, the book is about the power of dignity. And what I'm talking about is how when we decide to, one, Uh, embrace our identity in Christ, meaning um, our own dignity, the dignity that God has bestowed on us by virtue of being made in his image. It allows us and it gives us the opportunity to do that for other people. And I believe that that's a big part of what Jesus' ministry was. Um, He wasn't just addressing behavior. uh, He was addressing people's identity. And I think that the church would do well to address people's identity uh, in terms of who they could be um who 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 they are and what that means uh instead of just trying to get them to behave a certain way Mm. so what,
2: what what's the title of the book
0: right now the working title is the power of dignity
2: the power of dignity okay and so um do you have a, a due date? Is there like a, can, I, can, can I look on Amazon in a week? Not yet.
0: <laughs> so I'm <laughs> I'm uh, I'm I'm actually uh, here on the other screen. I, I've been working through edits. Uh, my editor is is um, is uh, working through the book right now, and I'm working through it with them. So, Lord willing, this fall uh, we'll have a launch. Um, we'll we'll see how it goes.
2: Oh, Amen. And what was the title of your
0: other book? Um, I wrote a book about how we tend to make Jesus in our own image versus God making us in his image, and it's called Not My Jesus.
2: Oh, okay. Wow. So, so again, it's uh, rather than us creating Christ, it's Christ creating and identifying us. And once we found that identity in Christ, we're freed from all the stuff that we and the world is putting on us. Is that fair?
0: We, we, we have an opportunity uh, to walk in that freedom. Uh, whether we choose that freedom or not is another story altogether. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, wonderful. Well, Bob, uh, I greatly appreciate your time today. And uh, may the Lord bless you in, in the work and writing this book. And for all those listening, thank you for joining us. May God bless you as you seek to be the hands and feet of Jesus.
1: Jesus defines discipleship as come and follow me. Next Monday at 5.30 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360, we'll hear another testimonial from a leader demonstrating how they and the people of the church are sacrificially loving the needy and beginning to see real change in their communities. If you have a personal example of how you are being the hands and feet of Jesus with your neighbors, we'd love to hear from you. Enter your story at harvestfoundation.org. That's harvestfoundation.org on the Contact Us tab. You can also subscribe to the podcast on The Kingdom and Its Stories on Apple Podcasts and Spotify.